Hello and welcome to Digital Know-How. This podcast series is brought to you by Digital Works Group. Our team of experts are here to share straight talking, no-nonsense, practical information and advice for successful digital transformation. We need to include success factors and the flexible delivery framework. And in this way, you will minimize the impact on your customers and on your business as usual, and particularly focus on developing the right behaviors and changes for success. Digital Works Group has recorded a series of interactive educational webinars. We've taken the audio from those webinars to create this podcast. Here's episode three with Elise Korolev, sharing top tips on how to create a clear digital vision and strategy. Thank you very much, Claire, for this introduction and welcome to everyone for joining today, for making the time to come for this hour or so. So my name is Elise Korolev. I am a partner in the strategy, innovation and leadership practice at Digital Works Group. We help organizations on their digital transformation journey and strategy is really one of the first steps and the fundamental steps to starting any of these journeys. So this is what we're going to look at and go through today. But first, maybe we can start by uh, finding out a little bit more about you. As Claire explained, there are a number of functions within the Zoom call here and we will also be using some polls. So I will call up the first poll here and you should see a pop-up window on your screen with a set of questions. So what is your top reason for joining today's webinar? If you could uh, answer uh, one of the questions and then we will have a look at uh, how you came to to this uh, call today. Okay, I think the answers have stabilized. So probably most people have answered. So we published the results. And what we see mainly is that you've come to get some tips for creating your own digital vision and strategy. And some are about finding out more about us and also what other people's experience might be. Well, I hope I will cover some of these topics the best as as I can today. And we will go through some of the key elements in creating a digital vision and a strategy. First of all, we'll go through the why this is essential. Then we will look at key points you need to consider before building your digital vision and strategy. I will share a methodology which we have developed at Digital Works Group and which we have used with a number of projects and different industry sectors and clients and give some of these examples to illustrate how this has been put in place. So what does strategy mean? Well, it's about determining what is the end state that we aim to achieve. It's about planning for success. It's about determining how resources should be configured to meet the needs of the market and the stakeholders. In a digital transformation, we are going on a journey, which makes sense only if we have a very well-defined view of what it is we want to achieve. And this is really what the strategy part is for, and this is why it's really the heart of the matter of any digital transformation. So we have a number of theories and very well-known model on developing strategies, and we can go all the way back to Porter's three types of strategies for cost leadership, differentiation, and focus. But now we're actually incorporating all the business units and departments within the organization to make the most of the resources that we have to anticipate and prepare for the future at all levels of the organization. So we launch a little poll now to see how is this happening within your own organization. 
So what do you say your organization has a clear digital vision and strategy? You have uh, yes, somewhat or no. Let's see how it is going in your own organization. So here, I hope you can see the results. So we have quite a close call between somewhat and no. Well, <laughs> I hope uh, we will be able to answer some of your questions and equip you with the right tools to set out your own digital strategy within your organizations. But of course, you can see uh, one way is to understand the principles and the value, and the other is obviously to lean on great case studies and examples within your industry or adjacent industries. And there are many examples of successful companies that rely on the laser focused strategy, and that's probably the main reason of their drivers and of their success. Obviously, Apple is one of them, very well known, but we have various ways to build these strategies and to decide what is the key drivers. So for instance, some organizations have built on existing industries to disrupt them, such as Airbnb, for instance, Others have created an industry of their own and they have completely led this environment and created new ecosystem as part of the strategy. And that's, for instance, the case of HubSpot for inbound marketing or many of the new organizations in marketing technologies. And others actually we, at the heart of their vision and strategy is about adapting their product and their customer interactions constantly. So for instance, one of these examples is Lego that has gone through uh, deep in sales and difficulties in positioning itself with changes in the toy market and actually completely refocus itself by going with the laser cut strategy and the vision of inventing the future of play. And with that and within that environment, they have transformation, adaptability and customer focus at the heart of everything that they do. So you can look at many great examples and case studies and see inspiration and see what are the drivers that really took these organizations to the next level. So this is a diagram that you've probably seen if you have looked at our website or uh, attended some of the other live webinars. This is Digital Works Group Framework for Digital Transformation. It includes the execution change factors at the bottom that support the strategic change factors. And at the top, we have obviously the vision, strategy, objectives, and targets without which you cannot have any plan, you cannot have any enablers, you cannot have anything else. So really that's how anything can and must start because this is about having a clear understanding of the challenge at hand. And this must be defined and detailed very, very well to be able to move on to the next step. Otherwise we will be in a situation of doing things, but not really knowing if this is supporting any of our core objectives success and end states that we want to achieve. So what should your strategy include? It should include really where you plan to go and how. It must be the only guide that you have to drive any organization's change. It should be clear, known and understood by all. It should be aligned with the company's objectives and the personal objectives of all the people who are involved, all the stakeholders internally and externally. And ultimately, really, it will ensure that you're all working and doing the right thing, that you will get to the status of what you want to do, which we call uh, usually the no star status. So it is the picture that we paint about what is the end game, what it is we want to achieve, what it is we want to look like to be in a much better position than we are today. 
And what will you gain from doing such a, a work? Well, like all good plans, as we said, well thought through, clearly communicated, aligned with your objectives, bought in by all, you will gain a lot of competitive advantage. It will help your organization be future-proof or at least be able to anticipate disruptions and adapt accordingly. That's really the heart of the matter and any organization means at different stage of your development needs to review and really focus on this strategy. So we'll look at another poll now and see how is that applying for your own organization. What are your top drivers for digital transformation? There is a, a multiple choice in this case, so you can select different answers as there is not just a one key driver most of the time. Well, there are lots of answers now and a very varied view. Okay, let's see now. Overwhelmingly, it's about growing the business, followed by improving your customer experience. And then we have a number, 25% uh, for operational efficiencies, industry disruption or employee experience or becoming data-led business. So all of these elements are very varied and depending on your uh, maturity, your competitive environment, the ecosystem in which you operate, your position in the value chain, obviously you will have a number of drivers and you will seek certain key benefits with uh, a digital strategy. But in any case, it will help you uncover revenue growth opportunities. It will also most certainly through the power of digital help with cost reduction through efficiencies. And in any of these options, whatever is the driver and the elements that you really want to gain, you will bring a higher profit and have a, a clear positive impact within your organization. I see that there is a question, so I will just quickly look at that. Right, so there's a question here, which is how is a digital strategy approach different from any other strategy needs to implement? The approach seems to be the same. Yes, as we are developing a strategy, the approach is the same. However, within a digital strategy, what we have to look at is much more elements of the organization, as the digital part of it will be in terms of the technical expertise or the underlying technical elements that will allow you to create and deliver experiences, products or services. It will be about the way you interact with your customers and with your employees. So that's why previously, when I talked about Porter's three core strategies, these are ways to develop and put your business in a particular situation. While here, when we look at a digital strategy, it's about understanding all of these enablers on the technology, operations, morale and resources, skills that enable you to deliver these results. And this is what digital really allows because it allows to join up a lot more every single part of the organization and to leverage that and to uh, be able to achieve a lot more through all of these interactions. That is where you have an extra level of complexity, much more nodes and much more communication elements, and therefore uh, a need for things to be aligned and working all together. But by and large, indeed, the methodology is the same as we need to go through all of these elements. It's just that the breadth of the items that we look at, the impact that each of them have is a lot more important.
So now if we move on to the uh, second part of the presentation, which is going through some of the key considerations. And here again, of course, you will recognize uh, some more known or clearly understood methodologies and steps or elements that are from uh, building a strategy. So sometimes strategy is understood as something quite nebulous, uh, white tower type thinking, not really something practical and something that we're going to be able to build on and work on quite quickly. Well, this is uh, absolutely not the case because this is about being able to understand in detail how every single element of your organization is going to participate to the success through this view and this well-detailed plan that is the strategy. So we have to look at many different aspects of the organization, internal and external ones. And to do so, one of the key uh, considerations here is to have a very good understanding of where we are now. That is strength, weaknesses, threats and opportunities, but also your capacity to change and that depends on operational, technical and morale issues. And this is where technology or digital and behaviors come really in place and add in terms of leverage, help, but also sometimes complexity. Next also, you need to paint uh, as clearly as possible a picture of what your business should look like. What is your North Star? What is the end state that you want to achieve? This can be driven by financial drivers such as EBIT, or it could be about market share, it can be about becoming a leader in your ecosystem, in your industry, and affecting change within that industry. It helps you define what you want to be, and consequently, what are the gaps that you have for every single aspect of your business to be able to reach that state. Having that picture of where you are now and where you want to be, it's now time to look at how you're going to get there. And so uh, some of these other key considerations are about how are we going to change? Are we going to do that incrementally through a number of proof of concept? Are we going to do that through a new product category, a different business unit, an organization that would be developed on the side with partners maybe, or with different actors within the value chain, or as a whole organization? And this brings also questions about how this is going to impact business as usual, how this is going to impact your relationship with customers. This is not just about this theoretical view, but every single action is going to have uh, an impact on nowadays activities. And also another uh, other, uh, key considerations and what will digital help you with mostly? And this could be about the customer, the employee, or at different company levels. And this is extremely important as there are a number of tools, processes, enablements that need to be thought through and that will be crucial to the definition and the success of the strategy that you have. Also, importantly, is how we're going to measure the change and success. Thanks to digital, we have an amplitude of tools to record, measure, benchmark, analyze, and this is another key power and key complexity to it, but used well, it's extremely valuable and extremely important. So as we have uh, spending time defining our, our goals, it should be quite easy to understand what are the metrics we're going to use to uh, monitor and record uh, how we are doing. And you should use about 10 core metrics that you will need to review within this process. And they must all relate to a business outcome. 
they also should address a specific audience. Again, that can be employees, customers, or company, and they should drive actions. So for instance, uh, as examples of these metrics, they could, these could be how much customer effort or time it takes to get something done with your organization. It could be customer acquisition cost. It could be employee onboarding. So you have a number of these core metrics that you need to set out at, uh, at this planning stage, as we will see a little later, to really be able to frame your strategy as best as possible. And in this framing, this strategy, it's important to have a structure. And this is our change uh, stack at Digital Works Group. And as you can see, the strategy supports the vision and the core objectives that is implemented through a range of areas, such as product proposition, EK operation, platform data, go-to-market, organization, and corporate structure. And again, this is the power and the complexity of digital to look at and to align and to circle through all of these different parts of the organization. So let's see how this is being done in your own parts. So here we have another poll, which is how structured would you say your current approach to digital transformation is? from highly quite to unstructured. Okay, well, thank you for voting here. So we have 64% of you saying it is quite structured and others would say it is quite unstructured. Uh, and nobody said this is highly structured. So it's very good that you do recognize that there probably is a need for modifying that and for improving. And it's quite often the case that actually this is uh, highly unstructured or there is not so much to it. But why does it need to be structured? Why really does it matter? This is not to miss any aspects of the organization and of the elements that help you deliver your objectives. It is about aligning the activities, sharing efficiencies and the learnings, which is extremely important and valuable as we go along such massive changes and such important changes. In this way, we can deliver an integrated business where each part contributes to the core objectives. And this is why it is so crucial to have it as a strategy. And this is where digital really helps to achieve this joining up all of these different elements and make having uh, higher chances of success and uh, an integrated business that really delivers on what it promised to itself, employees, shareholders, and customers. So with this consideration in mind, that give us really the uh, key elements that we need to look at. And that's what we're going to go in more details now with our methodology. We just define this five step methodology to make sure that you are making the right choices and prioritize the resources and the actions to get to a fast and smooth transformation. There are uh, five stages which you could recognize for any strategy development be it digital or non-digital. However, uh, any business now is digital and any interaction that we have with uh, organizations or even between ourselves as consumers and friends is digital. So the five stages of plan, insight, develop, communicate, measure, execute and iterate. This is the methodology that we have developed and used with a number of customers. And we will go through each of these steps in a bit more detail. But you will recognize in every single of these steps the key considerations that I have mentioned before that are really the overarching elements to be able to build a methodology and detail these different steps. 
Ah, so there is an interesting question here within the uh, Q&A, which is about who should lead the digital strategy within a company. So that's interesting because digital would make us think about technology or channel to market or media formats. But actually, this is not the key point. In this case, uh, digital with the concept of the strategy is about being able to align, have an overview over all of these different elements rather than being driven by technology, say, or IT or the marketing department. Obviously, these, because of the end game that you are aiming for and the most important objective or the most important factor that will make you decide that this is your end game then this is going to drive which department or which function within the organization might be the key drivers so it could be the ceo it could be the head of marketing it could be within the customer experience department it could be within it it could be finance if your main driver is actually uh, gaining efficiencies and getting to a particular EBIT. But as the project develops and as we start um, defining more and more this strategy per the end state that we want to achieve, you will realize that some departments will have more impact or will have more work to do to support the organization to get to that state. So the driver is about having a clear vision for why you are doing this work, what it is you want to achieve, and harnessing the power and the uh, areas of expertise and responsibility of all of the different departments to work behind you and make that happen. So if we go through the five stages, so first we have the planning phase, which is about, as you will recognize from the key consideration, which is about defining very clearly the challenge as best as possible. And this, as I just said, can be driven by different parts of the organization or different key priorities that may come to you. And this is about uh, setting your primary objectives, the right steps to get there, the time scale, and the program plan. It's very important to do that early on. You may think, well, we don't know really how long is it going to take or how can we know? We just think we need to achieve this uh, state of being particularly customer-led organization and respond uh, to demand that we have seen from a new customer segment, for instance. Uh, so how do we know how long this is going to take? How can we make a program plan and so on? Well, we need to have a high level view to understand the scale of the transformation. This is the core outcome from this phase and the most important element of it. And it's also about understanding which teams and business units are impacted within this work because there's no point uh, falling into developing a beautiful strategy with uh, you know, one person who has a very good idea and then not involving the right people. Then we fall into this white tower thinking and nothing that actually matters really for the organization and is going to lead change and make it happen. So this is extremely important at the very early on uh, of any planning of any strategy development to have a view of what the North Star is and to understand the gap in the skills to be able to reach that. So this is not about having all of the details. We will get there as we develop, obviously, the strategy in the next stages. But first of all, we really have to have an overall view and understand who are the actors that are most impacted and uh, involve them as early as possible within this process. 
So indeed, to develop this vision, mission, and the values that underpin the strategy, we need to be able to look at certain elements and answer these questions as an organization within all of the departments impacted. So for instance, what are the cultural attributes we need for success? Is it about being more collaborative? Is it about being customer-led? Is it about being entrepreneurial? This is extremely important as uh, with the best of organization, program management, technology, tools, partners, and so on, things would fall uh, really flat on the head if we do not have the right cultural attribute to be able to move forward, to take this problem by the horn and make it happen. This also will ensure that uh, we have a good understanding or as best as possible, how are we going to make sure everything gels together? In this way, we really have a key view together to drive the business forward. And uh, we need a high level sponsor, someone who has a very clear vision of what it is we want to achieve, but also that this must be communicated well to everyone so that this becomes a common objective and a common plan as opposed to a white tower thinking. So practically this will lead us to understanding what do we start with, how are we going to measure progress, do we need to buy or do we need to, to build, how fast do we want to transform. Um, for this to be able to prioritize the resource and the type of issues that we want to tackle first, there may be external market forces, competitors, changes in the regulatory environment that force certain things and that will dictate these priorities. So at the planning phase, it's the time to recognize these different elements and start including them in our thinking and in the different elements that we need to detail more as we go along in the development of the strategy. And as a next step is obviously getting a lot more insight and getting a lot more facts about uh, these different elements. So let's see how this is done within your own organization. So I have a poll here, which is, to what degree is your current strategy based on a variety of data-led insights from highly somewhat to little? If choose one answer that best reflects what's happening in your organization. We have a number of insights to help us with our strategy, but they are not exhaustive. Well, by not having all of the answers, you think you could all of the elements to help you answering these uh, questions for your, for your uh, strategy and your digital transformation. So we do need indeed um, to gather data, to analyze uh, these data and to be able to draw insights. And this is uh, the crucial part of the insight phase. Again, it doesn't have to be long. It's not because it's taken five months that it is thorough and well done. It's because we have looked at the important questions and we have looked at the uh, key elements that we need to look at and did the best we can to find enough insights to move away from gut feel to actually something that is a lot more based on facts and on which we can plan something which is uh, valuable and quite, uh, quite rigid. So this is about uh, your own organizations, market trends, competitors, changing in customer behavior, technological developments, um, all of these different elements that you need to understand and, and ask yourself, which are the ones that are most important? What information do I have on those currently? How do I find out more? How much do I need to find out more? What is good enough to have a suitable base of facts on which to gaze 
to base some insights and further analysis for prioritizing my, my uh, strategy and my development. So all in all, this will help you define the strategy better, prioritize the actions and plan them accordingly. So that's why it is uh, very crucial and it's not a matter of being as exhausted as possible, but really understanding what's the right questions and the key areas on which we do need facts and we do need to corroborate to the real world situation. So how do you do about uh, finding out this information and these facts where well, there are a number of methodologies that I'm sure you're all very familiar with in terms of test-based research, workshops, structured interviews with partners, customers, internal stakeholders involved in the transformation, different, um, you may also look for other industries or uh, completely different industries that have gone through a similar transformation due to a change in competitive environment, a change in regulation or something that forces you to transform and to adapt. Um, and also something very important, you should not forget to look back at past actions within your organizations. Any other projects or activities that had been taken in the past that may be linked directly or not maybe obviously to the activity and the strategy you're trying to develop now, but which will provide some very good insights on lessons learned, risks and issues that have been encountered in the past to avoid falling again in the same trap and being able to uh, prevent this sort of situation happening again. There's nothing like uh, hindsight. And so if we have the opportunity to look back and learn some elements, we should never miss on this opportunity and really uh, spend some time on that. So we've gone through planning and insight. Now we are ready to start really the strategy development phase. So we have a very good, we have as good as we can understanding of our current state, where we are now, what's the shape of the North Star that we aim to achieve. Obviously, we know why we want to achieve that or what pushes us to change and get to that stage and why it would be better for us. And now we need to develop a lot more about how we're going to get there. So the strategy to be able to go through this, uh, answer these particular points, we need to include success factors and the flexible delivery framework for a fast and smooth transformation. And in this way, you will minimize the impact on your customers and on your business as usual, and particularly focus on developing the right behaviors and changes for success. And that could be within the um, environments that you create for your organization. Say you may go for this digital transformation through a particular business unit, or that may be also through the uh, skills or the technology or the tools or the support that you may get externally or within your own organization by repurposing a number of activities and resources. So specifically now, we will have to develop the different phases of that strategy. And that must include specific objectives and targets. So I have another poll here. Let's see how is this done within your own organization. So the question is, does your organization have clearly articulated objectives and targets to measure success? Thank you. I see that many people have answered. And the um, majority say somewhat 
we have some targets and objectives, but we're not always as clear as we could be. And the lack of clarity might be because you do not know how to measure these particular targets and objectives, or they are badly defined, or they may actually not be the most important to be able to achieve your North Star. So you may have a good idea of what it is you want to achieve, what it looks like, what this end game uh, really should look like and what you aspire to be but the way to uh, recognize that you have achieved it and you are reaching that state may be actually discrepancy compared to that thing and that's often also a, a key reason why why this sort of strategy and and um, transformation may not have the the successes content so you need to have very clear objectives and targets to measure the success understanding indeed what success looks like and what it is going to be for you and some of these could be best practice customer experience so with that you have clearly a number of targets that are quite uh, easy to understand and define ability to develop to deliver product at scale it could be cost saving for efficiency so just to show you some examples on how specific you have to be as you know there are always these uh, smart objectives that you can measure that you can identify easily that you can record and that you can share with everyone and that uh, makes it a lot more valuable for the exercise here so having these broad or high level uh, objective and target of for instance uh, as i said to uh, be able to deliver product at scale or to improve efficiency. Now we need to break that down for all of the different constituents that help support that uh, objectives and that target. So this is about now in that stage, about detailing all of what we talked about with each of the different elements of the framework. So that's product and proposition, uh, systems for e-cares, operations, platform data, go-to-market, organization, corporate structure. These are key blocks that need to be considered and digital runs through that in terms of behaviors, technologies, ways to record, measure, gain insight and be able to align all of these activities together towards the same objective and target. Next is the communication phase. Um, so let's, as we say, just on that word communication, let's see uh, how that is done within your own organization. So here the question is, how effective is your organization at communicating with all stakeholders who are involved in your strategy? Okay, thank you. I think the poll has stabilized. Share the results. So it's a majority of somewhat effective. We do have a communication system and open culture, but there is room for improvement followed by ineffective, which is uh, sounds quite terrible, uh, to uh, highly effective. So that's uh, brilliant, very good. Um, so again, even though in our development of the strategy so far, going through the different stages, we have worked with a number of stakeholders to build the plan. So obviously they are aware of what we want to achieve. They're part and parcel of defining that. They are committed, they are motivated. It is extremely important for them. But uh, that is just a select set of stakeholders for that particular part of the development. And really what we need to think of is as we develop the strategy and the implementation of it, it's extremely important to have this communicated very well to everyone from top to bottom, people directly impacted 
as much as people who are not directly impacted, to be transparent, clear, so that everyone can make this strategy theirs. Be motivated, as you saw part of the question here was, it's extremely important to be motivated to make that happen within your own area of responsibility and expertise. And often the best plans actually never work out because this is where, where it fails, not having the right measure and not having the right environment and motivation for it to happen and to support both the organization objective, but also the personal objective of the people who are involved. So this communication phase is not a one-off. We do a town hall and we present to everyone, this is guys where we're going to and we've identified how and we've seen some gaps and we're gonna plug them and it's all gonna be wonderful after some time. This is about really uh, going after every stage of the uh, development of the strategy and implementation to have a clear communication plan about the ups, about the downs, to drive the understanding of why we are doing this how we are doing that and the impact it has on the business and each person individually. It is extremely important as much as at the beginning when we talked about the planning and the insight to have a, a sponsor at the highest level with a clear vision that is communicated to everyone. And through that communication phase, obviously we also have the governance for the project itself, but it's also the governance for the impact towards the whole organization. And here there are different tools, there are different methods that can be used for different types of communication. Should we talk about the overall uh, program and the development, or should we talk about impact on uh, business as usual, or should we talk about the specific steps and new learnings and new developments that we do within the different uh, areas that we've, uh, where we have articulated what the strategy should really uh, consider. Then we get to the last phase, which is about execute, measure and iterate. This must be ingrained in the plan, controlled and measured regularly, because even though we have at the very beginning a high level overview of our plan, the scale of the transformation, the skill gap, it's as we go about executing it that we can measure how we're doing and iterate the plan and realize that this we need some further support on. This actually is not that big an issue. This is being solved by these two other things happening together or here we're absolutely uh, completely stuck. And there will be no way to recognize that, let alone to address them, if we do not measure, iterate and communicate along the way to make sure that we are all driving towards that uh, North Star in the best that we can with the resources that we have and with the constraints that we have for our business as usual and our current relationship with customers. And that takes us to uh, an overview here of a change program where we have, we can see uh, all the different areas that are being affected by a digital transformation, having the leadership and the strategy and the insights locked up, if you want, or fully bought in. So how do we go about this change program? Well, it's best to go project by project, prioritizing each area and ensuring that for each of those, you have the right level of program support for, because each project is basically going to be a blueprint for expanding the transformation to the rest of the organization. And in this way, that's the best way to drive learnings 
and to improve efficiencies as we go along. So taking it in chunks based on the prioritizations and the uh, factors that drive our digital transformation and be able to take as much as one can chew at a time, learning and expanding and then being able to uh, uh, leverage the efficiencies and the learnings and develop the next phase better and smoother. I see that there will be, there is another question. What kind of skill set do I need in my team to implement a digital strategy? What kind of people do I need to hire? So to be able to uh, implement the digital strategy within your team, where well, you would need uh, a range of skills and a range of uh, expertise, as we have seen for all of the different elements that are involved in developing this. But I think the most important really is to have a clear view of where you want to be and why you want to be there. And having that, then you can obviously within your uh, within your teams acquire or recognize the type of skill gap that you have and therefore the most important skill that one can have is understanding this and being able then to uh, acquire and look for the particular uh, skills and the particular um, elements that you are missing within your organization but by and large really to drive a digital strategy and to drive a digital transformation you will be able to have you would need to have experts uh, within each of the core elements being impacted and someone that would be able to have an overall view of the um, growth and success and development of the organization. So really uh, you need some very strong commercial elements to understand what is this impact and why you want to get there and then experts for each of these different uh, elements of the organizations that are being affected to be able to drive that through the different areas of responsibility and expertise. And the digital strategy say, if you are working specifically within a department of digital marketing, for instance, there again, you would have mainly the, the digital marketing uh, skills, but the main thing to drive the strategy would be to have that overall view of why we want to get to this end state and what it looks like. There was also a question which I believe Claire answered about whether the slides will be shared later on. I think she had said earlier, if you put your details in the chat, she will be able to send you a copy of the slides. So this uh, concludes the five different steps of uh, deliver, uh, developing a digital strategy and some key consideration that help us build these different uh, stages for the methodology as a whole. And now I wanted to share some examples or give you some uh, insights of different projects that we had taken on for some of our clients. So one was about a transformational growth strategy for a high growth FinTech business. So this started as a review of the product creation process to ensure that this is scalable and efficient. Most often we are called in for a very specific issue or a perception of a gap in expertise or of inefficiency uh, and therefore can you help and have a look at this particular area and see how you could improve this. But actually um, this often leads to understanding that this impacts so many other elements of the organization. So in this particular case, looking at the product delivery meant touching all the different aspects of the organizations because this is about uh, the product management or the product owners, obviously. 
but it's also about the underlying technology that enable the product to be created that also touches about the environment within which these products are going to be delivered to the customers the ways these are going to be consumed the way they are serviced once in life the ways they are promoted the ways they are sold and therefore as you see the product creation process is not just about um, improving processes for a product known owner to pass on specifications to a development part of the organization. This is about how this project is being created to react to customer demand, being served, consumed, serviced, supported after life, promoted, um, managed and, and sold. Uh, and therefore that touches every single aspect of the organization. And within this work, we have developed a strategy of a North Star, which is an end state of what that organization would look like, solely driven by the capacity to deliver the right product at scale and at pace to the customer to satisfy customer demand and keep the competitive edge that this organization has within its own industry. Another example was to support a global FMCG customer with a marketing transformation redress plan. So again, in this case, we were called in to look at improving the uh, delivery of marketing campaigns that was thought to be inefficient, not really repeatable and not a good end to end delivery process. So there was an assumption in this case that there was some uh, capability gaps and that marketing was uh, well understood, but digital marketing was actually something that uh, the organization, the team lacked some core skills in it. Well, uh, looking at that, it's not just a matter of the skill because digital is not, uh, digital marketing, sorry, is not a bolt on to marketing. It is, it is marketing, it is one and, and only one thing, but it just expands the way you can reach out to your customers, the way you can leverage the network of customers that you have, the conversations, the interaction, and obviously the way you promote yourself and the way uh, you create this uh, particular uh, marketing material. So in this way, we developed a strategy looking at 10 core areas that are essential to developing a digital marketing, such as strategy, customer experience, DAM, CMS, and campaign management, technical and data platform, delivery workflow program, uh, internal engagement, organization and leadership, insight and reporting, suppliers and financial and risk. So when uh, in the stage of the defining the strategy framework, we looked at some of the elements that actually underline all of these uh, um, core things to develop your strategy. In this case, it was these 10 elements. And we really looked at where the organization was at that time and what best practice in digital marketing delivery would look like and seeing what is the gap and then uh, building a redress plan to address these different gaps in terms of uh, prioritization that were based on quick wins, using the resource, repurposing the resource or improving processes or interactions with agencies, for instance, to actually much larger programs and much larger activities that would allow it to reach as close to possible to this best practice state in digital marketing delivery. And another example here that uh, I could share is about a well-established mid-sized publishing business 
uh, and they came to us um, wondering if their retention activity were not really good enough to support their business objectives of growth. This organization had been bought by private equity and have some much uh, stronger requirements for growth and therefore they saw these are two fronts. One was to gain new customers and the other was about retention, which is really where most of the activities are and where they can grow by uh, building on the market share within each organization that they serve. So being able to serve them for more products and services than what they had currently. So increased penetration within the organization. So as we go, went along in uh, planning and insight, we realized that there was actually uh, far too much data and not enough action. So quite a big discrepancy between what is being recorded, measured and what is being done about it and what are the objectives and the targets that these things refer to. There was a very a strong uh, short-termism that is uh, a view on um, you know, next month or even next week, that's about it. Very little information crossover across the different departments and um, products and segments, very poor segmentation, and therefore generic marketing messages. So the problem was not retention per se, but actually how the organization understand its customers and how to turn it into a much more customer-led organization. So through development of a strategy through this uh, methodology here and the uh, stages that we described, we managed to create a plan of actions to optimize the current activities, to build an environment to be able to work on much more data-driven decision, and finally to get into a cycle of test, enhance and optimize that would be driven by customers and that would quite change the outlook this organization has on what success looks like and how to achieve it. So these were three um, examples. I hope that would uh, illustrate how uh, we have used the methodology and the type of outcomes and drivers that led to hopefully a, a very solid uh, digital strategy and the view on how to implement it and how a number of key chunks of work that are prioritized, that are well understood, well communicated with clear objectives, targets, finally deliver this North Star or get the organization as close as possible to that state. You're very welcome to contact me if you ask further questions on the content of this webinar or any further information that you wish to understand about the work that digital works groups do, the type of customers we engage with, the type of challenges we solve, the support that we can give. And um, I will see if there are any more questions, but we have a last poll, if you could just quickly give us your opinion on how useful you found today's webinar. I see we've used most of the hour. I hope this was not too long and I thank you very much for taking the time uh, to, to stay with us all of this time and to listen to the different examples that we could provide and uh, methodologies that we've had. Thank you, Elise. Thank you very much for attending today and hopefully we'll see you on our next webinar which is going to be about focusing on a customer-led strategy. Thank you. So thank you very much for joining us today, for spending this hour and I hope to hear from you and be able to follow up with some of your questions. Enjoy the rest of the day.